Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to a new quick hitter from the Pure Hoops podcast. This week, BJ Armstrong and I were joined by Howard Beck, senior NBA writer for Bleacher Report. We look back on an epic series from 20 years ago, the 2000 Western Conference Finals between the Lakers and Trailblazers, a series that launched the Laker three-peat and led to one of the all-time could-have-been stories in Portland. The thing about the Lakers back then, especially that first year, you know, they won 67 games and they won the championship. So I think people just think, oh, well, of course, you know, there, there was this, this dominant team. They were like the Warriors just like smashing everybody on the way to the title or something. And it just wasn't the case. They, they won 67 games in the regular season, but that was a surprise. Nobody saw that coming even their first year under Phil Jackson. And when they got to the playoffs, sure, they entered as the favorites at that moment. But before the season started, they weren't even viewed as the favorites. The Spurs were, were considered the favorites to repeat as, as champs. The Blazers were picked by a lot of people ahead of the Lakers. The LA Times had the Lakers fifth in the West before the season started. And so they came together much faster and acclimated to the triangle much faster than anybody anticipated. But they get to the playoffs, and here they are, this swaggering team with Shaq, who's you know the most dominant player in the game. He just he won the MVP that year nearly unanimously, should have been unanimously. Kobe is, is only 21, but he's already an all-star. They've got some good role players, although people at that time weren't sure about those guys. And they go up to the best of five first round back then. They go up two zip on the eighth seeded Sacramento Kings, who are not the, the powerhouse Kings yet. They're just the eighth seed. The Lakers are up 2-0 on them, and they lose the next two in a row in Sacramento. And now they've got to face a life or death game five against an eighth seed, flirting with disaster. Now, I think if I recall, they blew them out that game. But still, they let it get there. They go to the second round. They go up three zip on the Phoenix Suns. And then they lose game four by double digits and just were never even in it at all. They closed it out in five. They were never really in danger. But still, they're flirting with disaster. They just, they just didn't know how to, to deal with success. And so it was just the same thing when they got to the conference finals. Um, they, they split the first two games. The Blazers won game one, or uh, excuse me, game two at Staples Center to steal home court advantage. Lakers get it back. They're up 3-1, and then they lose the next two in a row, including losing another game at Staples Center in, uh, in game five. So it's, and, you know, the, the whys and the hows, well, because the Blazers were really good. Like, it wasn't some specific aspect of, of, of X's and O's or execution specifically. It was more about, to me, the Blazers were just really good at the right spots, right? Like, they had multiple guys who could make Kobe really work at both ends. Scottie Pippen, Steve Smith, Bonzi Wells, these are all physical wings who could put, you know, take Kobe down to the block who could make him really work on offense uh, for his shots. And not, to, not many teams had that kind of arsenal to throw at him. And then Arvio Sabonis was one of the few guys who actually was as, as big and powerful as Shaq. Now, he was not as nimble as Shaq, so that was a problem. 
But Sabonis could certainly stand up to him, and he had three-point shooting range, so he could pull Shaq out of the paint. And then they had, you know, a, a wealth of bigs you know, in Rashid and Brian Grant and, and a young Jermaine O'Neal. Um, so it just – they presented pretty big challenges, and they were a veteran team. And so they, they gave the Lakers all they could handle. That team was so good and has become so forgotten. And, Howard, you covered it. BJ, you played against so many of these guys. Can we just talk for a minute about how good, first off, Steve Smith was and for for how long? And that game seven, he is lighting the Lakers up until the momentum turns. BJ, what, what kind of player was Steve Smith to like to deal with? Well, people don't recall, you know, Steve is from Detroit. And uh, so I've been knowing Steve as, since he was a young man, watching him grow up and going to Michigan State, coming to the league. And when he first came in the league, people forget they thought he was a point guard. And Steve always had a great feel for the game. And his game advanced. Um, and what I mean by that is he began to explore the post, utilize his height because he was, you know, six seven or so, six probably bigger than that. And uh, he just, he had a great feel for the game. So um, when you watch and, you know, as you play and you go, you advance in the playoffs, you know, size does matter, especially at the guard position. And Steve is, was a very capable score as a, uh, you know, as you just alluded to. And then all of a sudden you throw in his ability to initiate the offense and take over some of the point guard duties along with another big guard and Scottie Pippen and Bonzi Wells and all of those guys. And suddenly now you have a problem because uh, those are three, you know, they all bring something unique to the game. So, but Steve Smith was an incredible player, had an amazing career. And, um, you know, I think he won a championship there in San Antonio, if I remember, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, yeah. in, in San Antonio. So uh, he was more than a capable player and provided many problems for many years uh, that I had an opportunity to play against him professionally. And, uh, but you know, that's nothing new to us. We've been watching Steve since, you know, his days back in Detroit growing up and uh, it was, uh, it, it was incredible to watch. And, and Howard, you look at how um, I connected with Bonzi back in the fall. He came by one of our, all the smoke tapings and we've been in touch a lot since. And it got me back into how that team was constructed and they get Steve Smith, by trading J.R. Ryder, and they bring Pippen in after his uh, first year in Houston doesn't work out after the, the 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 Bulls are broken up. You talk about it in your oral history where if the Blazers win that game, they've got a very good chance to win a championship, and they don't make some of the moves that are made um, that offseason, which, of course, is uh, – correct me if I'm wrong – it's Brian Grant – is gone, Jermaine O'Neal is gone, Sean Kemp and Dale Davis brought in. You combine that with the fact that the East's finals representatives the next few years are not exactly all-time great teams that we think about. What could have this Bla- what what could have the, what could have this Blazers team been if that fourth quarter goes another way? Well, according to Steve Smith, they get the three feet. <laughs> so now, the, the Lakers disagreed a little bit when I put that to them. Smitty was one of my first interviews, so I, I, I got to parade his quotes to all the Lakers once <laughs> I talked to them. Um, but Smitty said, and he was smiling, but I, th- I mean, it was not 
it was not entirely in jest. But and I don't and also he's not wrong. Like they had the potential to do that. Uh, they were they were stacked enough. They were talented enough. Now they had some age issues. You know, Scotty had a lot of miles on him. Uh, Sabonis was 35 and had a, 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 obviously a lot of miles on him and had come to the NBA late in his career, as we know. Um, Detlef Schrempf was on that team, was part of the rotation, and, and was up there in years. Smitty still had some good years left. Um, but they had a young Jermaine O'Neal, and they had Brian Grant, and they, so they had this depth. And Rashid, Rashid was a B. This is one of the stories that I couldn't really get into or one of the you know, layers or tangents that I couldn't explore as much in this story because there's just only so much room. Um, but Rashid was as talented to me as, as any of the other power forwards of that era. And, and, and I, yes, I'm saying that he was as talented – as Garnett and Duncan and Chris Weber and all the rest. If he wanted to be that kind of player with the gaudy numbers, he could have been. It's not the way he was built. It's not the way he played, but the dude was amazing. Um, inside game, outside game, ball handling skills, incredibly smart, great defender. We hope you listen to the full conversation with Howard Beck. Check out the Pure Hoops podcast every Friday presented by Pure Hoops Media. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.